0: On this episode of Narcissist Apocalypse, we talk with a survivor named Chance. And Chance was in a four year long distance relationship with a toxic liar. It's a story of becoming a single mom while working three jobs to provide for her child and always being given the runaround by a present slash future deadbeat dad. It is that simple. And now, before we get to our episode with Chance, I first want to thank everyone in the Narcissist Apocalypse community for listening to the show and sharing your thoughts by email, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Are there more than that? I don't think there could be. Pinterest, but we're not on there. Also, a reminder, if you haven't left us a review on whatever podcast service you use, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, CastBots, etc., etc., Leave us a five-star written review as it helps out the show a lot when it comes to rankings. Now, if you haven't been to our website recently, please do go there. If you want to be part of our show, NarcissistApocalypse.com. Click on the guest form at the top of the page. It'll take you to a guest form, fill it out, and away we will go from there. Another way to be part of our show is to be on our Letters to Our Narcissist compilation episode. And to be on that one, go again to NarcissistApocalypse.com. On the side of the page, there's a, a button that says Send Voicemail. It's a voicemail recorder on our website. And you click on that button, it records up to five minutes. You need more than five minutes, click it twice. You need more than 10 minutes, click it three times. And it's a floating button. It's really hard to miss. We're accumulating these letters to have a volume five of that episode. And if you don't want uh, to read the letter yourself and you want myself or my old pal, Melissa, hey, Melissa, to read it for you, just send us an email at NarcissistApocalypse at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put letters to my narcissist. Other things on the site, we offer high-conflict parenting courses that can be found at NarcissistApocalypse.com slash courses. Yes, we have partnered with an online parenting company called Online Parenting, and many of the courses we are offering were created by Bill Eddy, who is an expert in dealing with these individuals in court, and now he's helped create many parenting courses to help you through divorce and to help support your children too. These courses are the most widely recognized courses by family courts across the country. So if you want to support the show and are looking for guidance, please do go to narcissistapocalypse.com slash courses. What else do I got down here? Our Patreon. I'm going to be throwing up, I think three episodes right after I do this little recording right now. Uh, one of those episodes will be a free episode this week on our Patreon and uh so go there to where are we here i'm looking down at my page uh go to uh patreon.com slash narcissist apocalypse we have on there episodes that never made it to air follow-up episodes with former guests and much much more one of the episodes that we're also putting up this week you know myself and my old pal melissa did about two hours last night discussing 50 shades of gray uh we had a, a good time Uh, while doing it, we had a lot of laughs. We analyzed, uh, you know, the movie, the abuse that happens. And, uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy it too. Uh, what else do I got down here on my list? I'm trying to get through this as fast as I can right now, just because this episode's pretty long. Um, I did my best. You know I am now eight hours in on my editing um hopefully i'll be done in the next twenty to twenty five minutes uh you know this was uh we recorded a lot, and now I had to get it down to a you know as a concise and, and compact show uh i could I shaved down a bunch of it it's still really long um and you know there's a lot of good lessons to be learned. In this story i mean especially if you're in it uh right now and you do have kids or things like that and you don't think you can get out uh of your relationship or having a hard time uh chance uh, is really an inspiration you know she worked multiple jobs at the same time just to provide for her child and you know eventually even though it was long distance she, she did what you know she needed to to do and it wasn't easy for her um you know you want to be in that uh, relationship with your partner and have this life, and eventually she knew the best thing to do was you know, to, to not do it anymore. So anyway, I'm just rambling there. Um, I'm going to get out of my way, your way. Here is my conversation with Chance. Welcome to Narcissist Apocalypse, everyone. With me today I have chance how are you
1: I am doing just fine how are you
0: I'm doing pretty good it, it is uh, early for for the day it is of the week and uh, I have a coffee here I'm I'm ready to go I'm ready to hear your story and for everyone else who's listening this is uh, gonna be an interesting story because this one is all long distance. And I don't think we've had one uh, on the show before that has been all long distance. So thank you for coming on the show today, Chance. And now I am rambling and I'm going to get out of my way and your way, Chance. The floor is now yours.
1: Okay. So I guess, um, I guess a little backstory would be like, as far as like my family life and everything, like um, I had a, really, really great childhood. Like my parents are still together. I don't think in their like 30 something years of marriage, I've ever heard either one of them like talk down to each other or like fight or like they're still very much in love. So I pretty much had like healthy role models in that regard, um, which is good. But then I guess in my like late teens, I was in like a super um, like, emotionally and verbally abusive relationship. And I, after that, tended to date, like, safe guys, um, like, ones, like, I wasn't fully invested in. So when I met my ex, it was, like, you know, head over heels. This is amazing. Um, so I guess summer of 2014, um, I was kind of, like, in a bit of a rut Like, just not sure what I really wanted to do with my life. And um, I was in a relationship with, like, a really nice guy. He, like, never did anything wrong, but there was just, like, no spark. Like, it was, like, boring, I guess you could say. Like, kind of fell flat. Um, So I just decided, um, because I had nothing tying me down, that I was going to um, pick up and um, move to London for a couple of months and take a makeup class just to, like, learn to be a makeup artist.
0: Uh, London, Um, England?
1: Yes, London, England. And you're
0: from the Um, United States? Yes, I am. Okay.
1: Um, It was just something, like, I've always just wanted to, like, live and study abroad. It was just, and, like, I know I could have done that here, but I'm like, you know what, I'm young, and I just want to do something different. So my parents supported me. They actually, like, paid for everything for me to go and do this. Um, So I just kind of picked up and went to England um, and started taking this makeup class, and, you know, it was great. Like, I made a lot of friends. I was really enjoying myself. And then I decided while I was there, I was like, you know what? While I'm here, I want to take advantage. I want to go, like, on a date with an Englishman, like, just to say I did it. <clears throat> um, so... um. I, like, just made like, a dating app or whatever, and I just felt like, oh, I'm a, I'm here for a few months, like, uh it would be really nice just to, like, you know, go out, like, see the town, whatever, like, nothing serious, um, and then that's when I met my ex, um, and also that would probably be one of the first red flags in our relationship, which I didn't even realize now, is that, like, we met through a dating app, like, he never wanted us to tell anybody that we met through a dating app. He had this whole, like, meet he wanted to tell people how we met, which was, like, kind of weird to me because I'm like, oh, a ton people meet on dating apps. It's not that big of a deal.
0: Well, especially, um, you know, when I was growing up, if you were to have met someone on a dating website, that was considered unusual. But in the, you know, we're in the what year, was it 2014 here? Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, it's pretty par for the course that this is how society, uh, works now. So it's not exactly. anything like it unusual. A big
1: deal. Yeah, so, was, so it, I, I've, like,
0: sorry, I have a question and I apologize for interrupting. What did his profile say? What did it look like?
1: Oh, I, okay. So I remember, so he, um, he has a son, um, from a previous relationship, and he, he had, like, like he had a picture with him, his son, and, and, like, you know, he was talking about how, you know, he kind of, like, played it up, like, the dude and dad, which, like, normally wasn't a thing for me, because at that point, I didn't even want his. Um, But I was, like, but I thought it was sweet. Like, I was, like, oh, and I wasn't looking for anything serious, so I was, like, okay, that's not really that big of a deal, you know, you can just hang out or whatever. Um, we had just a lot of similar interests as far as just, like, movies, style-wise, I guess you could say. Um because I tend to like, I guess I have more of like an alternative kind of style, and like I usually don't date guys like that, but like he kind of had that look, and I was like, all oh, right, I can dig that. And um, by alternative
0: style, know. do you mean goth? Yeah, kinda. Okay, <laughs> not, okay. I'm not
1: full on, yeah, not full on, but like you know, like I've got tattoos and piercings and fun, fun colored hair and all that. So we. He um, he doesn't he doesn't live in London, but he lives about like a half hour train ride outside of London. So he um, took his train in to meet me, and like, we had our like first date. Um, we basically just like walked around and like saw some sights, and then comes uh, the second red flag, which I didn't even. So we're just we've been walking around for like hours at this point. And just talking, we're having a good time. And he suggests, oh, why don't we just stop and get some pizza or something? And I'm like, okay, cool. So we go to um, some pizza place, we're sitting down, we order. And then he decides to tell me, oh, I don't have any money. And like, it wouldn't have been a big deal if he was like, if before he was like, oh, um, you know, like, I'm short on money. Like, so if, you know, and like I wouldn't have minded, but it was the fact that we already ordered and now he's telling you this. So it's like, OK, yeah, I'm definitely paying. OK, but he played it to like, well, I spent all my the rest of my money um, uh, on a train to come see you. And, you know, I have my son tomorrow. So I want to make sure, you know, this, you know. So then, of course, he did that a lot. Like He would play the like my son card. So then like I would feel bad and like let him get away with a lot because i'm like oh i don't want to take this away from your son or i don't want it you know what i mean like it just he played on that Mm -hmm. a lot further into our relationship he played because i i love his son like even though we never officially got married like we call him my stepson i'm actually best friends with his ex like so there was good things that came out of the relationship like his son and his ex have come to visit me like after we've broken up like we're we're very close so i refer to him still as my stepson and but like he plays on that like if he like you know, oh, I, if he didn't have enough money to get him something for Christmas, he would kind of tell me that. And I'm like, well, I don't want him not to have stuff for Christmas. So, of course, I'm going to give you money for it. But he always planned that. Fa- he then started to plan the fact that once I had a relationship with his son, I loved him. And he knew that. And he knew he'd get away with stuff for that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> back to this first date. So, I, of course, I let it go because we had had a really good day. And, like, you know, and I, of course, he's had his son, and I didn't want to, like, take anything worse than that. So after that first date, we just, like, while I was still living there, you know, we saw each other pretty regularly. Um, he would, like, come into town. I think I took the train to his town um, once while I was there. And then, like, as I was getting, like, my course was done, and I was getting ready to go home, um, and he was, like, was laying it on thick. like this is where the like the love bombing like he especially because of my last relationship I felt like kind of just unseen like he was like you know telling me all this stuff like how you know how beautiful I was how amazing and this and like he just and then I guess my last week there um one of my friends from America she flew out Um, Because she wanted to come to London, so I was like, "I'll show you around." I have friends now, Um, and then she was gonna help me with all my stuff, like flying back. And she met him, and he was telling her how crazy, how crazy he was about me, and all this. And she was like, "She was taken by him." And um, so the last night there, we're all hanging out, and like, you know, him and I go off on our own. And he was like, "I know we were just like keeping it casual, but..." I'm crazy about you, and I really like, would like to, like, I really want you to be my girlfriend. And I was like, at this point, I was like infatuated. So I was like, yes, 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 of, of course. Um, so that's when we officially started the long distance because two days later, I went home.
0: So, what were the, I guess, the biggest things about him? with the, you know, there was love bombing that, that occurred here, but where I guess were the big things that really hooked you in about him, or were you fully hooked in as of this point, or did that happen later on?
1: Uh, this point, I was just crazy about him. Like, I just, I was attracted to him. I just, the fact that like, cause the, the, the guy I had dated before him, like I said, he was a really good guy. And like, looking back, there was nothing wrong with him, but just the spark wasn't there. Um, and, like, he just didn't make me feel special, whereas my this act, he was just, he just, I, I can't even, like, he would just, how he would talk about me, he would always, like, he was texting me, he was calling me, but, like, not in, like, it didn't, it wasn't, like, in an obsessive way, but it was just, like, he was showing interest in me. And then, of course, like, as as much as I hate to admit it, that English charm got me. <laughs> like, I I, uh, that got me. And then just, like, I really liked how, you know, how he taught, how he talked about like how his his son, and how much he loved. And also at this point, he did not like bad mouth his ex because I was also reluctant to date him originally because I was like, look, I don't, I don't want to be the person, like if there's a chance you and your ex are going to work things out because his son was young and they'd only been broken up for like a few months at this point. And I was like, look, like if I don't want to like get in between the family, like if you, there's a chance you guys are going to work things out, and you know, like that's a lot. And I was like, no, no, no. And you know, he's like, I, I, she, I respect her because she's the mother of my son, but like we're done. And he like, you know, played it like she had broke, she had hurt him, she had like cheated on him, which that's a whole other story. But um so I was like, okay. Um, But yeah, it was just, he was, uh, we just had what we clicked and he was very charming and just made me feel special.
0: So
1: then um, now I'm back in the States, and um, we we Skype every day. We Skyped every day for, like, the first couple of years. But um, we would Skype, and then this this is when more red flags would come in. Um, I think it was after maybe two weeks of me being home. Like, it was very soon he decided to tell me that he loves me. And... I remember being, like, taken back by, it. I was like, how do you know, like, I like, I really like you, like, I'm crazy about you, but, like, I I couldn't say I loved you at this point, but, like, at the same time, I was like, well, I don't want to blow this because I really like him, so, like, I say it back, and, like, it felt kind of weird, but, like, eventually it was true, so it was okay, but I felt like if I didn't say it back, he would, like, be so offended and, like, hurt and this and that, so I was like, okay. So, and then he also disclosed to me that, you know, like that he had bipolar. And, um, so I was like, okay, I was like, you know, that's okay. Um, I'm here to help. Like I struggle with like anxiety and stuff like that as well. So I'm like, I'm not gonna, you know, if there's anything I could do to help, but he would definitely use, and I actually, to this day, I have no confirmation that he actually had bipolar. I think he liked to use it like as an excuse to get away with certain things. Um, because I, like, I'm the type of person that if you tell me this, I'm going to, like, start researching things and, like, looking, like, how I can help or what I can do to, like, you know, to support you. But, like, like, I don't know, like, it just didn't really match up. Like, there was definitely something going on. Um, but, and I'll get into some of that later, because he definitely lied about a lot of things regarding, like, illnesses and things like that. Um... So we were we were good. Um, I flew out there, and again um, a couple months later, um, and so we could uh, we could see each other for our birthdays because our birthdays were a couple days apart. And that's when I met his son for the first time, and his ex, and like all of his friends, and they were actually all great. So it was like really nice. Like we all actually um, after the breakup happened and everything went down, which is another thing. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll get there. But like all his friends, they took my side and I'm still friends with, I'm friends with all of them and they have all been like really supportive of me and everything like that. So like his friends and I, like we all just hit it off and it was great. And like, you know, they were like, Oh, he talks about you so much and this and it was great. Um, you know, but it just made me feel really special. Like everyone had already heard about me. Everyone was, you know, so excited to meet me and this, and it was great.
0: Um,
1: so at this point, everything is still, you know, awesome. So I'm gonna like skip ahead a little bit because, and I think a big thing too is because we were long distance. Of I'm like later, like now putting together, I let a lot more go that I um, that I probably wouldn't have had we been together all the time because we only had limited time together and, like, I didn't want to fight with him because, like, we only had this time together and I didn't want to spend it fighting. So a lot of stuff got, like, slipped under the rug and, like, never got solved or, like, never really got addressed because I, like, didn't want to, like, I didn't want to fight with him because I was like, we only had this time together. Um, So that I definitely noticed, like, there was so many things that, like, probably would have been a way bigger issue had we been living in the same place together. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll skip ahead a little bit. Um, He started to get like that. I wasn't, um, I I didn't seem as like engaged in our relationship. Um, And I was like, it's not bad. It's just like, I'm sad. Like I miss you and I want to see you um and it was kind of like he would get kind of like upset if i didn't give him like enough attention um so he booked a ticket to come visit me and this would actually be the, the only time in our 4 year relationship that he actually came to visit me i always had to come and visit him um so he flies out um that summer we had a great time and actually this was again another red flag after only 10 months of dating, he proposes to me. Um, and I, of course, say yes, like an idiot, <laughs> because I am still like, oh my God, I love this guy. Uh, he's amazing. And I, you know, I haven't felt this way about anybody ever. So it was like um, just really super exciting for me. Um, and also, at this point, I should also say um, my parents hate him. <laughs> um they cannot stand him
0: what was their reasoning um,
1: well first also my mom has actually never met him face to face
0: okay uh
1: she just my dad my dad just like didn't like him um and what i'm i think i think my mom kind of like had his number from the beginning like she just like based on things um she just never liked him and he in turn like he hate like he hated her. Like, he'd always tried to like pit me against her because I think he knew that she knew like what his deal was and he could not stand that.
0: Because yeah, he was, like,
1: y- she was she a- yeah.
0: There are either yeah. you sometimes uh, you have friends or family that sees right through these people right from the beginning and whatever body language they're giving off uh to the toxic person that you're now in a relationship with that person will always be like I don't like the your friend I don't like you you know your sister or your mom or your brother because they know that they know that they're full of shit and exactly and immediately did did they try to do like a smear campaign or did he try to do a smear campaign on on your mom in some sort of way Mhm. Okay. Oh, it
1: was basically, she doesn't want us to be together, blah, blah, blah. She, like, it was just, it was just, he always, he could not stand my mom. It was, and it was hurtful for me because I'm close with my mom. So I was like, it was just hurtful for me because I was just like, and my mom made it difficult too because she was like, I I love my mom dearly, but she's also the type that like, if you're doing something that she thinks is the correct thing and she agrees with, she will go out of her way to support you. But if she doesn't agree with it, she kind of, like, instead of just being, like, this is your decision and I don't agree with it, she kind of, like, tries to insert herself to, like, stop it and interfere with it. <laughs> um, and she means well by it because she, gets like, it's, like, she doesn't want something bad to happen. But it's, like, you know, at this point, I'm an adult. You kind of need to, like, step back and just let something happen. So it was it was kind of rough because I felt like I was in the middle of them, like, and just was like, a push-pull. And, and I even said to him, I was like, why don't you like reach out to her? And just like, I was like, the, I remember telling him like the best thing you can do is just prove her wrong. Like if she's say, thinking all this stuff that you're, you know, whatever, just prove her wrong. Like that's the best thing. Like that's the best revenge you can get instead of just like trash talking her and saying like, you know, she's not going to be welcome. Like in our not a house, this, this and that. And I'm like, cause that's ridiculous. She's my mother. Um, But, like, he just, it was always a fit. So that was, like, always an issue. My dad met him once or twice and just, like, just didn't let him. Um, So, I I, like, um, so, and at this point, we're engaged. Things are, like, moving fast, even though, like, we're apart, like, apart. Um, And I'm, like, really excited about it. But, of course, like, I know my parents are, like, a thousand percent against it. But that's kind of stressful. Um, so he goes home and then, um, I guess it was the next year. So this would be, now we're in 2016. Um, I flew out there again, um, over the winter, but at this point I had just gotten like laid off from my job because they were like slow and, um, I was like the newest hire. So they let me go. So I didn't have a job at this point and I was, you know what? I'm not working. I was like, I'm going to go over there and spend a few months with him because I have the time now and I'll start looking for jobs while I'm out there. So when I come back, like, I'll have some things hopefully lined up. Um, so I go there for a couple months and there's some, like, like little stupid fights just regarding, like, me giving him enough attention and, like, things like that, um, which were, like, a little weird, but overall it was okay. Um, and then while I was out there, um, his grandfather passed away and I was supposed to leave a week earlier, but I ended up extending my trip for an extra week or so so that I can go to the funeral with him. So like, you know, be there for him. And we go to the funeral. I meet his whole family at this point. Um, we had gone, like, so I met everybody. Um, and then once I got back from that trip, I found out I was pregnant. So that was a lot. And because at this point, um, when I went over there, we were, like, looking at, like, wedding venues. And we were, like, getting ready to, like, set a date for our wedding because I wanted to move over there. And, um, but then the day, actually, the day we, we found a place and the day that, we got the contract for it. I found out I was pregnant and like like the math would be like literally so we were we wanted to get married November of two thousand and sixteen and my like due date would have been like November of twenty sixteen. So we held off on that. Um and he was like really excited and I mean, I actually, at that point, like, I I softened the idea of kids because of, like, seeing him with his son, which I kind of, like, later found out, like, was basically a show for me. Like, his relationship with his son was, like, um, his ex would tell me, like, I that she always felt better um, when her, like, when their son was staying the night or with him when I was there because... She knew that like he was like well taken care of because I was there, not because of him. So she's like, I always felt better when you were there. Um, so yes, yeah, so I find I'm pregnant, um, and we basically like he's happy that he's making all... Now he, at this point, he's making all these promises like I'll oh, do you know anything for you guys. I'm gonna get you over here. Like I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. You know. You know, I love you so much, but, you know, this is basically, like, it's not what we planned, but, like, we're going to make it work, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. Um, and also, I should also point out, um, he, like, he works in retail at this point. Like, he doesn't, not that there's anything wrong with that at all, but he doesn't earn enough for me to move over there. And he always had this, like, thought, well, I'm going to get promoted soon. I'm going to get promoted soon. And, like, I'm really working hard. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's great. But, like, it would never happen. Um,
0: and he could barely – what you didn't know is he could barely afford his first uh, child and, and support payments. So, helping support you and your child was going to be even more difficult.
1: Exactly. And just, I just didn't know that. And, mm-hmm. like, I – um
0: so, so during okay, this, I- during this time, are you being devalued? Are you, Has that kind of happened yet? Or is this still in this, um, you know, cause you're a little bit overseas. There's, I guess there's some controlling ish behavior as far as friends and stuff go, but are, are, is anything else kind of popping out of here where you're saying to yourself, this behavior isn't right in how I'm being treated or right now things are pretty cool still?
1: Right now things I mean, there was probably little things here and there, like we would have some some little like tissue now, but because we were so far away it was hard. It really after after our child was born, that's when things like really like the devaluing, the like putting down the um that's when it really started. Um and even like a little bit when I was pregnant. So um I actually so I flew out there again while I was pregnant, um, for a couple of months. But before I get to that, I will talk about how he, uh, got arrested. Okay. Um, so I guess it was probably a couple of weeks before I was supposed to fly out there while I was pregnant. Um, I was probably like six months pregnant at this point. Um, at this point he's still working his one job. I'm driving home at this point, and I hadn't heard from him all day, which was weird. Like, we didn't, like, we wouldn't necessarily text all day every day, but we would, like, text throughout the day um, until we would, like, Skype that night. Um, And I got a call from him, and, like, he just sounded really weird and, like, very, like, shaky. And I'm like, what is wrong? What happened? Um, And he was like, I got arrested. And I was like, what? You got what? (laughs) And, um, basically he worked at a he worked at um like a game store and he and to this day he's never told me the full truth of what happened, but I know what happened because our mutual friend was there when it happened, so he tried to downplay it um he basically was saying like he got caught taking some like game vouchers for like PlayStation Live or something. Um like uh, apparent, like apparently, if someone returns it, um the credits are still on there i he made up some story that didn't really make that much sense, and um so i I was like, well, what's gonna happen what, like i like I'm like supposed to go over there in a month, and then he's telling me, well, I have to go to court, and I could be facing jail time, and I'm like are you kidding me right now? Like I'm like, I am six months pregnant and uh, you're telling me you could go to jail for like up to a year for fraud. And I was like, I didn't know what to do. I was like having a meltdown because I was like, what am I supposed to do? Um, And so, and come to find out, like it wasn't just like a couple hundred dollars or whatever. He stole anywhere between, he was like, Basically, when, if someone returned, like, a console or something, he would, like, pocket the money from it. And, like, I remember telling him, like like, you know, they audit stuff. Like, it's not just that like, you could just, like, take this and, like, they keep track of this stuff. Um, he had literally stolen somewhere between, like, three and 6,000 pounds of, like, mer- like, worth of merchandise. Oh. But this is where, yeah. But then... He got people to feel sorry for him because he was telling people that he was telling people that I was too like I was just really I was trying to save money for you know me and the baby and like he was just really scared and he just wanted to get us over there and that's why he did it so people felt bad for him meanwhile I never saw a dime of that money like that like none of that went towards like helping to get us over there, like, at all. But that's what he was telling people, so everyone felt really bad for him. Yeah, so they were like, oh, you know, poor, you know, poor him. Like, he just wants to get get his fiance and baby over there and be a family. And, like, even though he didn't do it the right way and it was wrong, like, it was like that kind of thing. But he still got sympathy for it, even though he, like, what he did was absolutely criminal. Um, and then also that was like another thing that was kind of like, so he doesn't drive. So his friends drove him to court basically. And they were like, do you want us to come in with you? And, you know, just to be supportive. And he was like, no, no, no. I just want to go in by myself. Cause he didn't want anyone to know like the real amount or what he actually did. Um, like it was just, and he would do that a lot with like stuff like, no, no, no. I don't want to do that. Um, so, then he got, like, probation, which also meant that he couldn't fly out um, when our child was born, so he missed that. Um, also, like, during this time, he, like, he, he says, I don't, I actually, this has not been confirmed, because a lot of this stuff is what he says, because I'm not there, um, and... Basically, um, I come to find out later, like, every time my gut was telling me something wasn't right or something was off, I was right. But, like, I never had the proof of it. And that was what was the hard thing because he was able to, like, talk his way out of anything. Like, literally anything he could talk his way out of. Even with, like, it, the most obvious answer, like, he could still, like, smooth talk his way. Um so he, he, he tells like, he keeps saying, like, um, things about how he, he gets, he gets really bad migraines, which I witnessed while I was there, which is true. And so we kept telling him to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. Um, and he goes to the doctor, and he tells, like, he goes, I went to the doctor, and they told me I have, like, a brain damage, or I have a brain, in, like, whatever. And I said, well, what caused it? And he was, like, like um, like, he just, like, made, like, like, excuses. And I'm, and I'm like, okay, well, what can you do for it? And he's like, well, I'm not allowed to fly anymore. Like, and I was like, well, you should probably get a second opinion. Um, I don't know. So he basically, like, I'm, there's no proof now, but I am still not convinced there was anything ever wrong. And I'll also, again, get into that later. But he'd Like, use that as something, like, well, I've got a brain injury, and I can't do this, or I can't, you know I can't get a second job because I can't be under a lot of stress because of my brain injury, and I can't just i can't fly and i and I'm like, you know, like cabins are pressurized right like most people can fly unless it's like a severe like something very very severe you can chances are you can fly also my like my dad's an aircraft mechanic, so like he knows pretty much everything there is about airplanes <laughs> um and you know, he just he just didn't have an answer for, he didn't have like a real answer and then he would kinda like try to make me feel bad for questioning him. That's kind of when the like devaluing started. Um he was he was he would kinda put me down for it, like um, for asking questions. And they weren't like, a, like accusatory questions at this point. It was me trying to like be supportive, like what can I do to help? But it was like he would get sniffy about it. Um because he didn't want to talk about it, but it was, um, because he never had answers. It was just kind of, I don't want to talk about this. Um, uh, and I went out. Okay. So now I have, he did not end up getting jail time, but he did get, um, probation. And so I flew over there and was staying with him and like, it was, he at this point he wasn't working because of course he lost his job. Um and then I was like, Okay, so why don't you we work on your resume together? And it was just like he just wouldn't do it. Like he was just so just I'm not gonna be able to get a job because now I have a record. And I'm like, plenty of people with records can get jobs. I was like, We can figure something out. Um he got his friends brother, like, is a manager at a bar, so we got, like, a bartending job, like, part-time. Um, and so while I'm over there, I remember one specific site that we got into, and this is kind of, like, when things started turning around with, like, the devaluing, and, like, this is, like, definitely the first. There was definitely other instances, but this is the first one I, like, very vividly remember, um, we were talking and it wasn't we it wasn't a fight. It was just, we were talking and I was just kind of opening up with him. Like I was sad because, um, you know, I was like, you know, you're not going to be able to be there when our child's born. I'm scared. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like my parents at this point were not happy with me. So like, like our relationship was very strained at this point, So I didn't really have support on that end. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm a little bit, like, um envious that, like, you know, your ex, you got to be there for everything. And, like, you know, you were there when your son was born. And, like, you know, it's just kind of sad. And he turned it around. He got so angry. And he's like, are you saying you're jealous of my son and this, this, and that? Like, just jealous of him and this is? I'm like, that is not what I said at all. <laughs> like, and then starts just, like, putting me down. Like, how dare you say you're jealous of him, Um, you know, but I'm like, I'm not saying that. I'm like, not jealous. I'm not jealous of your son. I love him. I was like, I'm just saying that I feel like I'm getting, I'm not getting the full like, experience. Like, I feel like this whole pregnancy, I've been stressed out and like just upset and like, you know, you went and did this thing and get, and like get arrested and now you're going to miss the birth of our child and I'm really sad and whatever. And, you know, and I don't know what I'm going to see you again after that. Um, and he just kind of like turned it around and just started putting me down for like saying I was like jealous of his son, which I thought was very, and then I ended up apologizing. Like, it was like that, like turned it around on me. Like, I'm sorry. I never meant to, you know, like I'm apologizing for being sad over like what I felt was like a pretty valid reason to be sad. Um, and it was just, it was a lot of stuff like that. Like he was just like, he would kind of just try to... uh, turn it around so when I would kind of try to like tell him that or if I was mad at him for like because I told I was mad at him for um for what he did for getting arrested obviously like I I almost broke up with him at that point because I was like that's like awful but at the same time I felt like he was all I had because like obviously like the relationship with my parents was strained and like that was it so I was like he's all I have so I'm gonna forgive him so that was like when it's kind of was starting, and I was, and we were, like, I was there for a couple months, so I'm starting to kind of see the, like, the selfishness, the little, like, putting me down for certain things, um, making me, and, like, he would make me feel bad, like, if, like, he wouldn't outwardly say it, but it was more in, like, if I wouldn't sleep with him while I was there, like, every day, like, he would kind of, like, guilt me, like, make me feel bad for it. Um, because normally, I mean, like, it was like, it, but I was like, I'm pregnant and I'm like, not comfortable. And like, like it wasn't going to happen all the time. And he, would, he wouldn't say it because he knew that would make him look bad, but he would like, it was little things that he get really quiet and like, just didn't really want to talk to me. Like he would, but it was like very short. He was like very short with me. So then I come home. Um, I have our child, um, he like tuned in on Skype and that was about it. Um, I, I, it was just like, I felt very alone and very just like, what is happening right now? This is ridiculous. And, um, so moving a little bit forward, um, also at this point, so he had found another job, um, another like retail job. And without telling me, he quit his second job. Um, like, he told me after the fact, he was like, I quit the bar job. And I was like, why would you do that? And he was like, well, I can't be under that much stress. And, like, it was like, I was like, well, are you kidding me? <laughs> you quit your second job without telling me. At this point, I hadn't started working yet because I just, you know, just given birth. I wasn't working yet. And I was like, and you quit your second job. <laughs> Um, he didn't give me like any money the first month that our child was born he He didn't give me any money he it was like the month after that he did, and like so it was just like these things were just it was starting to pile up now but then um so at this point, I'm starting to ask him, please come visit like you know I really want to see you. And I just think it'll be really good. And he's like, I can't. I'm on probation. I can't fly. I can't do this. I can't whatever. You come here. So um, I get her, get a passport for, you know, and then, like, fly out with our child. It was so stressful. Um, we get there. I was, like, I, I was going there thinking, like, okay, this is some bonding time for them. I'm going to get a little breather since I've been doing it for the last six months. And, uh, but like, no, I still like was doing, I was still the one like doing everything. Um, he was just there, like, you know, like cooing over her, but then like, oh, she's crying. She probably wants you. Like, so it was just like the trip ended up being more exhausting and it was like relaxing. Um, so then, um, after we come back, you know, I'm still working these jobs, he's working there. And at this point he's. Uh, we're okay. His, I guess it would be around this time that his grandmother was sick as well. And this would be, this would be something that he was going to hold over my head for the remainder of our relationship and afterwards. So at this point, I'm starting to get like a little bit resentful of him, obviously, because I am like working constantly and trying to like, you know, save up and do things, like, so we could be a family, and I just don't feel like he is putting in the same effort that I am at this point.
0: Well, you're you're a single mom, technically, in a yeah, way, work, work, yeah. working three jobs to try yeah. and get by and also get ahead.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, and, like, he, he was paying me child support, but it was, like, I mean, it's terrible, like, I mean, I know some people don't get any, but it was, like, it was a laughable amount. Like, it was pretty much, like, what am I going to do with this? Like, then at the same time, he was, like, well, I have to give some to my, like, and I didn't want to, like, I didn't really want to fight him on it because, again, I didn't want him to, like, take away from his son. Like, at the same time, I'm, like, I I understand he has two children, and I didn't want, like, one to be put above the other because, like, I didn't, you know, like, I love his, you know, it was like that. He would use that, too. Like, well... Well, he needs this for this. So I, can I give you this? And I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Like I would let it go because you know, I, I'm thinking like, okay, he, it's going, you know, towards his son or whatever. And I would let it go every time. And I'm like, I'm now, I, I know that wasn't the case, but like at the time I'm thinking this, I'm like, okay, that's okay. Um, so at this point, I'm starting to kind of, like, question things. And I at, at this point, um, I have a pretty good relationship with his ex. So her and I talk, obviously. And I remember asking her, um, why did you and him, like, really break up? Because I had a feeling what he was telling me was not the whole truth. Um, and she was – and she this is when she started to say, oh, um, she's like, well, um, he – She's, like, he cheated on me. He was talking to all these different girls while I was pregnant. But I forgave him because, obviously, I was pregnant. Um, And then I found out he was still talking to girls, like, after. Um, And he would always, like, you know, kind of talk about how he was briefly, like, a stay-at-home dad um, with his son. But she was, like, oh, yeah, he was. But all he would do is just sit and play video games and, like, ignore him. And, like, the longest time, like... Our son, like, didn't want to even, like, be around people or socialize because he, like, wasn't socialized. He would just, like, leave him. he would, like, give him a bottle and just, like, play video games. So I was like, oh, interesting. And she broke up with him because she was like, I had it. Like, I couldn't take it anymore. I was done with him. Um, But he made it out like she cheated on him and, like, he was heartbroken and this, this, and that, but that was not the case. And, like, I believed her, like, um... At the, same, at the same time, I was, like, so far in that, like, I believed her, but I was, like, I was still in that, like, well, it's different with me because, you know, he, he really loved me because he definitely played that, like, you know, I, you know, I cared about my ex, but, like, I've never loved anybody like I've loved you. Like, it, it was that whole, you know what I mean, like, made me feel like it was di- I was different, even though I 100% wasn't. Um, and then at this point, so his grandmother is sick, and she's, like, basically, like on her deathbed at this point he from what i can tell at this point i've known him for like six years um he was not close like he did not have a close relationship with his grandmother not despite that he doesn't love his grandmother but anyway so he made it like this big thing like he wasn't going to be able to go see her so i told him you know what don't give me child support this month take that money go see your grandmother go take the train go see your grandmother and he, then it was, well, I can't do that because you're going to hold that over my head that I didn't give you child support. And I was like, no. I was like, if you were going to go spend your money on something frivolous, yes. But I mean, to go see your grandmother—that is—I'm not going to hold that over your head. Like, take the money and go see your grandmother. Um. So he didn't give me that uh He didn't give me child support that month. But he also did go see his grandmother but conveniently, like, he had some new video games. Like, he always had, he would always have excuses for why he didn't have money for things, but he somehow always had the newest video game or always had, like, stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, this new gadget or whatever, but, like, didn't have money for, like, basic things. Um, And then, so then his grandmother passes away, and, like, I guess I wasn't as supportive as he needed me to be. Um, and that was like the end all be all. Like he was like, he used that in every fight. Like, well, you weren't there for me when I needed you. And you weren't there for me when my grandmother passed away and I was all alone and this is and that. And like, I'm, you know, like apologizing to him, but then like in hindsight, I'm like, well, you weren't there for the birth of your child. You weren't there when I was struggling. You weren't there when I basically been a single mom, <laughs> Like, you weren't there for me at all. so, I'm sorry that I wasn't able to give you like all this support that you apparently needed. Um, so that was like something that forever was held over my head. Um, and that, and at this point also, so he made this new friend and I just like, it. The like hairs on the back of my, this is all my gut feeling. Like he, he has plenty of like, like girlfriends and I love them all. I've always been, like, friends with them. I've never, like, throughout our relationship, I never had any, like, trust issues. I never, like, I never would, like, when I was there, I never wanted to go through his phone. I never, like, I never felt that. Like, I I trusted him so completely that it was never an issue for me. Like, I always, like, we had our tips and stuff, but the trust was never an issue for us. Um, I was always just like if he was telling me he was gonna go hang out with his one, you know, girlfriend, I was like, tell her, say hi, have a good time. Like I it was never an issue. And then he started hanging out with this one girl and I don't know like I had no reason, but I just did not like her. Like it just something about her made me feel so uncomfortable. He'd never given me like a reason to I mean, there was always things that I questioned but like again, like didn't really think about. Um, I let it go even though it was, like, really bothering me. And then, like, two days, three days into the new year of 2019, um, he texted me, and he was like, can we talk? And I was like, sure. And he calls me, and he was like, this just isn't working for me. And I and I was like, what? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And he was like, I just can't do this. It's too hard. It's too hard. I can't do this anymore. And I was like the first thing I said was like, is it so-and-so like this girl? And he was like, no, it's nothing like that. I just, my mental health is really bad and I just can't see this anymore. And, you know, I'm just really struggling. And, and, and I'm like, well, if it's your mental health is really bad, I was like, should you be making like life altering decisions while you're in like this state? Like, I don't feel like you should be doing that. And he's like, no, I just can't do it anymore. And, like, this didn't really have, and know, just didn't sit right. And, of course, at this point, I am, like, devastated because here, like, we were just talking about, like, me coming to visit and, like, we're talking about, like, wedding plans again. And all of a sudden, it just, you just decided to end it. Like, out of nowhere, like, two days before. Completely, blind,
0: completely blindsided.
1: Oh, just completely, like. Two days before like he called new year's you know happy new year i love you so much this is gonna be i love you and you know like just like just you know whatever and then completely just can't do this anymore i'm done whatever and i i was completely devastated like totally thrown off and so basically i book a plane ticket and that next week i fly out there with our child because i was like there's no at this like i was like we have to talk like and I'm thinking, like,
0: what did you tell you your know, did you tell your parents or anybody, uh, any of your friends, uh, what was happening during this time?
1: Um. Yeah. Well, basically, like, I called my mom right after because at this point, so at this point, the relationship with my fam, my parents, is good again. Like, my my parents could not be like better grandparents to so our child. Like, they are. She's um. She actually has our child right now so that, like, I could talk to you, like, uninterrupted. Like, they are so close. They are, like, have an amazing relationship. But, like, so I call I call my mom. I'm, like, hysterical. I I'm, I got this news, like, while I was driving home from work, and I was, like, mom, please. Like, so she took our child for, like, for a couple days because I was, like, I don't want her to see me like this. I don't want, like, you know, to, you know, I don't want, like, to her to know anything anything's, like, going on. So she took her for a few days so that I could, like, and I, I, I called out of work. I was, and it later at some point, like it got so like, I literally had to like, take like, um, like family medical leave from work because I was so like depressed, but I will go into that because of the things he, that he did. Um, so I book a plane ticket and we fly out there me and, um, our child and I'm thinking at this point, I'm thinking like, you know what, he hasn't seen us in so long, like sh- Like, he just turned two. And the last time that we saw him, he was six months old. So it has been a while since we saw each other. Um, So I'm thinking, like, okay, you know what? Maybe it's just been, like, we've been apart too long, and he's just not in a good mental state, because I wasn't either. Like, I was, you know, not in a great place. I missed him. And I was, like, maybe seeing us, like, in person is going to be like that, like, okay, what am I doing? You know what I mean? I'm thinking, like, there's still a chance to, like, save this relationship. Um, so I fly out there and he's like very cold. Um, and, uh, so we get back into town and let me basically spent maybe a half hour. He wouldn't let us stay with him. Um, and then he, after like we grabbed a bite to eat and he's like, well, um, uh, I guess you should call, you know, our friends so you can um, they can pick you up and you can stay there. You must be tired. And I was like, I'm only here for like three days. Like it was like a really short trip. I was like, I'm only here for three days. Like I want to spend time with you and I want to talk to you about what's going on. He's like, we can talk. We can talk tomorrow. And I, I'm like, really? I just got here, and it was like afternoon. Like it wasn't like it was nighttime or anything. Like. And basically, just blew me, blew us off completely. Like, just wanted to, like, could not get rid of us fast enough, basically. And um, I was like, okay, well, tomorrow uh, is Saturday. Are you gonna come and like see us then? And he was like, well, I have to work. And I was like, I was like, I was like, you haven't seen us in, like, a year and a half, and you have to work? Um And he was like, yeah, I have to work. Um And I'm not going to be at my place and I'm going to stay at my friend's house because it's closer to work. And I was like... At this point, I'm, like, totally, like, taken aback. I'm like, what is going on? You haven't seen us in so long. You're making us? Like, I had to stay with friends because you wouldn't let us stay with you. Um You're just totally blowing us off. So... Um, and I stayed with his, now his former friends, my friends, um, and they were, you know, they were super supportive. Like I basically spent most of the night just like crying on their couch, which was terrible. And like, um, they were, you know, just super supportive and helpful for me. And like, at this point, I'm pretty sure they were done with him because they were just like infuriated with how he'd been acting. Um, and also, I should point out, this was on my birthday weekend, and he forgot it was my birthday when this was, all, oh, he says he forgot that it was my birthday. So this is all happening also on my birthday weekend. Um, so the next day, I don't hear from him all day. I have not heard a word from him. Um my our my friends um we decided you know he's gonna be at work so we take the kids um to the seaside and like go to the aquarium there and just like just haven't they're like they're like you know what your trip they basically were trying to make my trip like not totally terrible um and then i got a text from him at like seven o'clock at night saying oh, I didn't actually go into work today because I wasn't feeling well. I've had a little bit of a cold. Um, can I come by? And I was like, it's 7 o'clock. I was like, our child goes to bed in like a half hour. I was like, are you kidding? You didn't work today? <laughs> like, you blew us off and you didn't work today? So it was kind of like... And come to find out later, he never actually even worked on Saturdays. Like, he was just lying. Mm-hmm. And then... So this would be when everything, like, when the shit hit the fan, so to speak. Um, So I guess a week later on his birthday, and I guess since then we had talked, and he had kind of, like, alluded that, like, he wanted to, like, maybe work things out, and that he was going to start getting help and, like, seeing, like, a therapist and, like, getting medicated or whatever he needed to do and get better. Um, And so I told him, like, you know, I'll... I'll be here, like, I'll support you if that's what you're gonna like, if you're going to try to get better, and like, we can maybe maybe work this out, and he kind of, like, alluded that, yeah, maybe we can, like, basically gave me that, like, small little inkling of hope to, like, kind of keep me on the hook, Um, and then I, uh, so on his birthday, I got, um, I got a text from his ex, and she was like, do you know what? he's doing today for his birthday. And I was like, no, I, I haven't heard from him yet. all well, the time difference, obviously. Um And she goes, because I just happened to be at the train station and saw him getting on a train to London with that girl. And I was like, oh? And this just happened, like, this happened to work out, like, so crazy because his ex doesn't even live in that town anymore she just happens to have to run errands there and happened to be at the train station at the exact same time they were like normally she is not there so that is just bad luck for him (laughs) um so um so i said okay well i'm gonna text him and find out what's going on and um I, at this point, like, we're, we are kind of working on things. And, um, I say, oh, happy birthday. What are you doing for your birthday? And he said, oh, I'm just going into, to London. And I was like, oh, just by yourself. And he was like, yeah, by myself. So I was like, that's your, and honestly, if, if he had said he was with this person, I probably would have just let it go because I was like, I can't tell him what to do. But the fact that he was like going out of his way to like lie about it, I was like, hmm. Okay, um, so his his ex and I are like, all right, we're not gonna we're not gonna call him out just yet. We're gonna see what happens. I'm like, oh, that sounds like fun. Um, have a good day. He said he's gonna meet up with two of his, his friends later, probably. And and this whole time, like, he's texting me. He's texting me little like kissy faces and like, you know, kind of being flirty again. And so I'm eating it up, obviously, because of what had just happened. Like, I was devastated. So any, like, little ounce of attention he was giving me, I was like, this is great. But at the same time, I know something's off. Um, so uh, so he's, he's saying he's going into London by himself. Um, I find <laughs> this is where I get a little bit um, investigative slash uh, a little bit crazy. I find this girl's Instagram. And her story is a picture of, like, a hotel room suite. And it's, like, a queen bed, whatever. And then I guess she sees I see her story, so she posts, like, a picture of her mom, like, right after. Mm-hmm. Um, trying like, to throw me off the trail or something. And um, so I, being meeting, I go on Google, and I Google hotel rooms in London, and I find the one that matches her picture.
0: Oh, good work. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, and then I have my other friend call the hotel, it sounds so bad, it, um, and she kind of, like, said, like, oh, I think their friend left the die, can you tell me if so-and-so has gotten there yet, and they said, oh, yeah, there's a reservation under this name, they checked in. So
0: Be- that's even know- better work, that is really good uh, investigator work.
1: Oh, wait, it gets better. Okay, can't wait. <laughs> So, um, so we confirmed that they're staying at this hotel, and then my one of my other friends who lives in London. I tell her, and she was like, "Oh no, so she literally calls the hotel again and finds out when's check out <laughs> and so they tell her, and she goes, "Okay, so she gets there this is in, and also this is in January, so it's very cold out and like I remember like waking up to like voice messages from her. Um, and she gets, she gets there, like, three hours early. She's like, I've got my coffee. I'm outside the hotel. There's only one way in and out. If they come out, I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> and um, so I love my friends. They're amazing. Um, so she literally catches them walking out of the hotel together the next day. Runs, take like, took a picture to, like, show me. Runs up to them in the middle of the street in the middle of London and just let loose on both of them. Um, Solon just was like, how dare you? Like, you know, she flew out there with your child, try to fix things with you. And you're here with it. You're lying. This, like, And basically she said, he turned white as a ghost. He has nothing to say. Um, this girl looks like totally taken aback. And um, basically we caught them fully a hundred percent. And, The next part, I'm not so proud about, but at the time, I was, like, super upset. I literally called them out. At this time, I had Facebook. I've, like, since deleted it. But at this point, I called them out on Facebook, and they both ended up having to delete their Facebook because of all the, like, flooded comments, texts, and messages they were getting that were, like, calling them, you know, Mm -hmm. giving them some abuse there. Um, And, again, he would do that against me, too. Like, he'd be like, I was getting, like, threats from your friends, and I was scared to go into town because I was scared I was going to get beaten up, and I was like, okay, I probably should not have posted it on social media, but I also kind of, like, wanted you to be held accountable, and also, like, then don't run around and do stuff you shouldn't be doing, um, and even his own mother, like, his own mother was like, he deserves it if he gets punched in the face, and I was like, oh, um, so, but then he swore up, and it was, like, that was, it was the first time. That was a one-time thing, and, you know, and, like, I didn't believe him, but at the same time, I'm, like, I wanted to believe it. Um, and there was, like, a couple other instances, like, I remember seeing, like, on Instagram that, like, he liked this girl's picture, like, after all of this happened, and I was, like, what, like, and I just remember, like, he was like, you know, he was apologizing. He was, you know, saying all this stuff. Like, you know, the one time, it's not going to, like, I'm done. I'm done with it, blah, blah, blah. And, like, you know, I had no proof that it was, like, done, but he was saying, I want to make things right, like, this, this, and that. And, like, we weren't back together at this point, but so we were, like, talking. And, um, so then I remember seeing him, like, this girl's, um, this girl's Instagram post or whatever and I was like what the hell are you doing and then he was super apologetic like I was stupid I shouldn't have done it I was like this blocker I was like what is like what's so hard about that I was like it takes two seconds I'm really not on my phone that much anymore I'm like I'm literally talking to you on the phone right now and I can just go on right now and just hit block it takes two seconds and he's like I'm just gonna delete my whole Instagram I was thinking about doing it anyway and then I said like I was like you know what I think? And he was like, what I was like, I think you're still seeing her and that's why you don't want to block her. But if you delete your Instagram, then you're, you don't have that accountability. You could say, Oh, I deleted my whole Instagram. So you're not technically following her. So I'm appeased, but also you don't have to block her. So she won't question anything. And he was like, you're crazy. Basically. Like you're just, you need to calm down. Like, Um, He's basically trying to flip it around on me. Like, if you ever want to, like, fix anything, like, you have to, like, you have to let stuff go. You can't obsess over it and this, this, that. And he convinced me, and I found out he also convinced her to block each other. So her and I blocked each other at this point. Um, and before that, I had, like, messaged her, like, several times. And not not mean, like, I I actually even apologized to her for, like, how like everything went down and I was like, you know, we should, not I should not have like, my friend should not have like gone after you like that. Like, you know, but I was like, you have to understand, like, we have a child together, like, and you know, I need to know, like, is there like, what is going on? What happens? Like, you know, and I, I like, I appealed to her just like, please, like, even if you, you don't have to like me, whatever I was like, but we like, just, just so I know. Um, and she never answered me. Um, and then I guess it was a couple months later, he kind of reached out to me, um, and said he wanted to work on things and he wanted me to, you know, we weren't officially back together. Um,
0: are you guys in, in that couple of months, are you guys communicating with each other or are you, it's like yeah. once a week?
1: Um, for, a, so after everything first happened, I could I didn't want to talk to him. So um any communication like regarding our our daughter would go through like my roommate at this point I I moved out of my parents' house so I, I had my own place but I had a roommate and um it would go through her like so if you wanted to get updates or whatever it would be through my roommate. Um and then actually the two friends that I stayed with um when I went to visit after we broke up, they got married in Cyprus and I was a bridesmaid in their wedding and he wasn't invited, but, um, I had got like one of my flights, like there was like a whole like layover issue or ca- one of my flights got canceled or something. I forget exactly what it was. So I had to spend one night in London and he ended up coming to pick me up and like he stayed at the hotel with me and we ended up like you know, sleeping together and like, I'm thinking like, Oh my God, this is great. Like we see each other. Um, and yeah, so so so, then, the, so at this
0: uh, this point the trauma bond with you guys and how you're bonded you're still running on the belief that you can still have uh a relationship with him. It's something you still want at this point.
1: Yes. Oh yeah, I wanted it more than anything. Like I was like I you know, I just I didn't care. Like I knew what happened was like, you know, it was awful and I but I just still wanted it so bad. Like he I pretty much at this point like We were, like, had a, okay, given everything that happened, we were still, we still had, like, a, I don't want to say good relationship, because it wasn't good, but, like, we could talk, like, we would FaceTime, we could joke around, we could, like, he had that pull to me, like, that charming, like, way, basically, where, like, I overlooked everything, basically. Mm -hmm. And I was still trying to, like, do things to, like, I don't know, get him back. I don't know, like, I was still, like, I was, even though he was the one that, like. You were under under a spell.
0: You were under a spell.
1: Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. I would, like, he did this terrible thing, and I'm thinking, and I'm, I was apologizing to him, like, oh, I should have been there when your grandma, because he would say that, like, well, you weren't there for me when my grandmother died, or you weren't, and I, like, you know, and I'm I'm apologizing to him, like, I should have been. I'm sorry, like, I sorry wasn't there for you. I'm sorry I wasn't this. I'm sorry I wasn't that.
0: So um, so in a I, way so in a way you've had him in this kind of pedestal situation where you're feeling yes. even though that he's doing these things wrong you've proven these things have been done wrong but you still believe that you could do more for him mm-hmm. and that you're not doing enough for him.
1: And that's why yeah I'm thinking okay. that's why he did this that's why because I wasn't the best like the partner I should have been for him. I wasn't there for him. I was not totally not taking into account that he also was not there for me. And he was the one lying to me. And, you know, like I was faithful in our relationship and this and that, but like that didn't even compute in my head. It was basically just like, what did I do wrong? Like I did this wrong. I did that wrong. I did this. I could have done this. And it was just, yeah. So
0: so all um, of the sowing of seeds that he did at the beginning are now really playing out uh in this situation with you uh towards the end here where uh it's very difficult for you to leave because these seeds are now uh trees and they're firmly you're firmly entrenched in the ground here
1: oh 100 percent. like he could have he, basically he could said jump and i would be like how high yeah. like it was just yes yeah. and also it was the fact that it was like i wanted this family to work so bad and like It it wasn't, like, it's not like a traditional breakup where it's, like, he could still see her on the weekends. It's, like, we're in different countries. If this doesn't work out, like, their relationship, like, it's going to be hard, if not impossible. Mm -hmm. So, at this point, too, it's, like, I want this to also, like, I have this fan, like, um, it, it has literally been my dream since, like, I was, like, a child to, like, move abroad, like, fall in love. Like, I just always wanted to, like, live somewhere else. And, like, so, like, this is also, like, not only with him, but this is also, like, also my dreams of, like, living somewhere else. Like, I felt like that was getting squashed, too. And it was just, I was trying to hold on really tight to all of this. Um. So, you like, I guess it would have been June of 2019. At this point, like, I am in, like, I have, was in, like, a deep, deep depression. Like, I had to take time off from work like my work was affected like I was um like a, I was just I was a mess like, I was basically just functioning enough to like get by and like you know try to maintain as much normalcy you know for a daughter if possible like but uh, other than that like I had like completely isolated myself I shut friends out I was just I was not in a good place I was like just miserable um and June, I actually – and through this, I should say his family has been, um, like, really supportive of me. Like, they've been really um, – he does have, like, a bit of a dysfunctional family. Um, that, Like, our two families are complete polar opposites. But, like, like they were never – they always would, like, check in on me and, like, you know, make sure I was okay and, you know, like, that whole – like, so I never felt like his family was against me or they were, like, whatever. Um. And I remember he has a younger sister and I had like helped her like with a problem. Like she came to me and like I helped her with something and he like reached out to me and he was like, I really appreciate you doing that for her. And, you know, it really like, I I, I don't know, like it really made me realize that like, you know, we want to work on things and like, um, you know, maybe maybe we have a chance and this, this and that. And I was like, you know, I was, Ecstatic! I remember this just being like absolutely thrilled. Um, so I'm thinking, great, we're gonna work things out. This is gonna be amazing. We're talking about moving there. Um, I, I, like paid for like you know so a consultation with like an immigration lawyer because at this point he was earning enough money to get me over there. Um, and we planned for a trip at the end of that summer. Actually, it was. Last weekend, it was literally, like, a year ago. Like, it would have been a year ago. Um, we planned a trip. We were going to go look at, like, around places where we were thinking about living. Um, and kind of, like, and I didn't bring our our daughter on this trip. It was going to be, like, an us trip for, like, just, like, a long weekend for, like, us to kind of, like, reconnect and, like, you know. Um, and then plan on, um, you know, us moving over there, like, soon. And uh, That was going to be the plan. And I was, you know, like, thrilled. Also, at this point, too, like, I was so stressed and, like, I developed, like, it was so, I developed, like, a stress rash under my eyes. Like, from everything, like, he was putting me through and, like, just the gaslighting was constant. Like, if I was upset about something, it was, like, you're being crazy, you're overreacting, you're being jealous. And, this and like, if I tried to say, like, well, you did, like, leave me and, like, how you with this girl, it was, like, well, you have to let that go. Like you're being ridiculous. Or if I would like question him on something, like it was like, you can't do that. You can't do that. I'm like, well, I need to feel that like I could trust you, but like, you're not giving any reasons to. And like, it was just so, such a stressful time. Like I would, I went to like a dermatologist. They got every test done on me and they're like, literally you're not allergic to anything that would cause this. Like it's stress. Like you literally have this like disgusting rash on your face because you're stressed out. <laughs> like it was, it was rough. Um, and so i this is basically when like his everything, like all the lies will come out um, and there was a lot uh so at this point, I think I'm crazy, i think i'm I'm still you know thinking of everything I've done wrong, I'm still apologizing to him um, just just all of that, and also at this point too after he said he wants to work things out, he says, well, okay, um, I want to start saving money for you to move over. So I'm only going to give you like $50 a month for child support and I'll put the rest in savings. And I'm like, okay. I was like, it's going to be tight, but all right, I'll make it work. Um, and so he, like, he's doing that, so I'm getting less money, and I I end up, like, buying my plane ticket and paying for the hotel um, for while we were there because we were going to be in, like, a different town. Because um, we were, when, when when I was supposed to move there, we were going to be moving to a different area. So we were going to stay at this area and, like, look around. Um. So... I meet up with him um, the first time in, like, almost a year. Uh, We had, like, a really... We were having a really good weekend together. Um, He was a little standoffish, but it wasn't, like... We were still, like, you know, like, holding hands and, like, we, like, would go... Whatever, and it was, like, it was nice. Um, Looking back, he was definitely more detached than, like, when we were first together, and, you know, we were just, you know but i was just thrilled for any type of attention at that point and there was like a couple moments where he was like i remember um oh like we went like we went to go see a movie and he like stepped aside to like let me go like pay for my movie ticket and i and like i'm not i'm like i'm okay with like going dutch and all that but i'm like i just paid for a plane ticket and our hotel i was like you can shell out the money for a movie ticket like i just remember being like really annoyed about that um and then um we were having we were sitting down having food and he goes oh by the way i can fly again like i'm allowed to go um to fly again and i was like what When were you going to tell me this? And he was like, oh, I found out not long ago. Um, And I was like, wouldn't that be like the first thing you tell me? Uh, The first person you tell? And he was like, well, um, my friend and I, we're going to have a guy's trip. Um, We're going to go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, Okay, sorry. That (laughs) just came right out of me. I apologize.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait, it gets better. Are you ready for this? Then he says to me. Because he's had a really rough year. (laughs) Ah I was like, I just looked at him, my jaw about hit the floor. And he was like, what? What's wrong? I was like, I I was like, I, I was like, I, is this a joke? I was like, you tell me you can't fly for all these years. And that's why I've been flying out here. You're making me excuse. You can't fly. You can't fly. Suddenly, magically, your friend wants to go on a guy's trip and you can fly and the first thing you don't want to do when you get, when you get quote unquote clearance to fly, because I don't believe that was ever a thing. Um, The first thing that you do is not go immediately fly out to see your child. Like, wouldn't that be the first thing you would do? Like to me, like that would be like, Oh my God, I can go now. I can go see her. Like I can go see spend time with her, but no, he wants to go on a guy's trip because his friends had a rough year. And I, I was like, appalled at that point. I was like, I was thieving. Um, just so mad. I I can't I can't believe he said that. And he's like, Well I'm gonna like i come visit, visit you guys next. And I, I'm like, oh I like I at this point I was I was like this is ridiculous. And like at the same time, like I was so appalled but at the same time I still was like craving that attention. Like I still wanted him to be there. And a lot of it too was like I um, I just wanted him to, like, give a shit about his child. Like, to me, it was, like, very hard to wrap my head around that, like, he—I don't know. It was just—it was so—because, like, for me, it's, like, I would do anything for— even, like, even his son, who is not biologically related to me, like, I go out of my way for. Like, it's, like, a, to me, it, like, wasn't confusing that, like, he would be so dense to not understand why that would bother me. Um— Uh, so then, um, my, again, this, like all this stuff happens, like my last night with him, I get an Instagram message and it's from this girl and it, she says, are, are you with so-and-so and his face, like it dropped, like he turned ghost white. and he was never like, he was never physically abusive, but like he grabbed my wrist get that phone out of my hand and was like, don't answer that. He's like, okay, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something, uh, but you have to listen. And I'm like, Oh God, what? And he's like, so I was seeing her for longer. And I just recently ended things with her. Um, you know, when, uh, when you and I decided we were going to work things out and I'm like, So why is she messaging me? And he's like, just don't answer her. Just block her. I felt like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, he was nervous. And he, like, was trying to talk his way out of it. Like he, But, like, you could tell he was like, I know I'm screwed. But, like, he was still trying, don't talk to her. Don't talk to her. We're going to, you know. Um, I put my phone down for a little bit because at this point I was, like, so upset. And I was, you know, I was just like, okay, I'm not going to. But then I'm laying in bed and I'm sitting there and I was like, no. I was like, I need to know the truth. I want to know what's going on and what's happening. So I messaged her back and he was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, no. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, it's coming out today. Like, I want to know. And basically, um, so whew, this is going to be, this is the rough part. This part still gets me. Like, I'm still... Um, so not only were they still together, they had been living together since November of 2018. So that would be when he bought me the new engagement ring. Um, they had been sleeping together since January, 2018. And we broke up January, 2019. Um, not only that had gotten her pregnant three times um well uh the first time was right around the time when his grandma died and he convinced her to get an abortion so that I wouldn't find out um the second time was like right after I had caught them in at the hotel and again, he, like, talked her, like, out of it. It was just, like, you can't, you can't, you can't. Um, and then the third time was currently, and she was trying to get a hold of him the whole weekend, but he wasn't answering her because he was with me, and she had found out that she was pregnant. And it just all blew up from there. Like, I was absolutely... And mind you, like, in a couple hours, I had to go and get on the flight and go back home. <laughs> Um, and that weekend that I flew out with our daughter to go see him, he was there. He blew us off so he could be with her um, and basically, yeah, he had been having like living a double life um with this girl um at first, I felt bad for her as well, but also she knew about me for a very long time and like I guess he had told her that like oh um I never let him see his daughter and I was like this terrible mean person and and he was making me out to feel like I was the the one that was just terrible in the relationship like I was the one that um was neglectful and wasn't there for him and and all this and it it was just kind of i was like my world was shattered, yeah, so he this girl um she kicked him out um after this all happened um but then he also after, after all of this uh you know after he was exposed and you know everybody figured out you know who he was and what he was doing. He um, he. Then tried to play the mental health card again. Like he kind of like eluded without like outright threatening that he was going to like kill himself. And then he was trying to be like, I oh I'm going to get help, and I'm going to this and this, this and that. And like it was just uh, like st- like still to this day it is just unbelievable to me uh, <laughs> that he like led this double life but like it was easy for him because i was so far away so it was like how would i know and also when he started seeing her is when he kind of started cutting out all of his friends like i remember like i I would talk to his friends and like we haven't seen him in a long time like we haven't heard from him like he doesn't reach out but he would always pay like well they don't reach out to me anymore they don't they don't talk to me anymore but it was like no we like ask him to hang out and he just doesn't want to because he didn't want to get caught and he knew that if, you know, they found out, they would tell me. So he, of course, like, cut them out. And uh, this girl, apparently, she had never met, obviously, she had never met any of his family. She had never met any of his friends. She's like, I always thought it was weird. Like, he never wanted to bring me around, like, friends or family. Like, he never really didn't want to go out that much. He didn't want anyone to see him and get caught. Um, and he still was trying to, um, you know, and and I would like I would love to say that this is the point where I said I had enough <laughs> but um for a little bit it was um I at this like I was so just like it was just a mix of just I don't even know just hurt and disgust and anger and all that and I would have loved to say that that was where it was but I think uh, I think everyone you
0: know, listening was hoping that this yeah. is going to be the point <laughs>
1: Um, I, I wish, um, uh, then I still kind of got stuck back because then he started, you know, like with the, like a couple months later, I should say, um, this was not like immediately after, but he kind of like started with the like flirting a little bit again and like talking and we were like, you know, like FaceTiming and stuff like obviously we were because of our daughter, we were FaceTiming it and we were kind of whatever. And then, I actually did start seeing somebody. Um, it didn't work out, but, like, it, he, it's it, it's basically, he never really get, like cared about his daughter. It was more like, like, when he asked questions, it, he asked the questions he thinks he's supposed to ask to make him look like a good father. He doesn't actually care. Like, he doesn't actually do things to engage with her, like FaceTiming, it's lured me being like, tell daddy this, tell daddy that. Like he doesn't ask anything. He asked the same question over and over again. But all of a sudden, when I had started seeing someone, he was mad that there was like somebody around his, his daughter. Like it was like now that she was his possession and he didn't like that. Like he was absolutely just like, I, you don't even know this person, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, I knew you first five years and look what you did so i mean that doesn't really matter um and then all of a sudden he wanted to facetime all the time with her and he was like putting in all this effort and then he gets quiet again and it's my gut again and i and i literally text him and i actually don't know anything's wrong or anything but i go is there anything you want to tell me and think really hard before you answer i'm just like taking a guess here like i really don't know and then he was like yeah i'm seeing somebody so basically he started seeing somebody and I was like, and when I was like, I'm done, this is it. Like, yeah, I can't go back and forth like this. Um, and you clearly don't like give a crap. Like I, this is where, and I, and that's when I kind of like right around, like right before then I kind of started like looking up like the narcissism and you know, um, his ex basically like she has been like really my rock through this like entire thing like the whole year like I would be calling her and like we would just talk about it and like because she understands and like you know she like and I just I learned so much about like how he like he was always on his best behavior with his son when I was there like he was always like trying to be dad of the year but in reality when I wasn't there it wasn't like that like it was It was the picture he wanted me to see. It was, you know, he didn't, like, he would send him, you know, home without, like, without dinner. And he would do this. And, like, I remember, like, times, like, overnight, if he had his son overnight, like, I was waking up and, like, making him pancakes or something. And he was sleeping in. But if I didn't wake up, he was literally just going to hand him, like, a box of cereal and be like, go ahead. Like, it was just, like, I don't know, like, it, it, she was like, he's not, like he doesn't check in on him, like, you know, and I, I even started keeping, like, um, track of how often he would, like, reach out and ask about, you know, our our daughter and everything, and it was, like, really sad, the amount that he did not. Like, there would be, like, times where maybe, like, twice in the month, and he would ask the same question, like, how is she doing at daycare? Like, that's basically the only thing he would ask, and so and and, but then of course so again like at this point this is a couple weeks ago and i finally just was like i'm done i can't like my mental health is just i can't keep hanging on to the fact that you're gonna be this person that i thought you were and like you really have not kept one promise you've made in our entire relationship you've not made one effort i've at points, I even offered him, like, hey, do you want to come stay with me for a couple months so you can spend time with your daughter? Like, I have given him that offer. I have, like, done nothing to, like, try to keep him from her. Like, um, and he's always had an excuse why he can't do that. So, I'm, like, at this point, like, I'm sure you've already started telling this new girl, like, terrible things about me and that I don't like you see your daughter. Because, the, like, the jilted dad is his thing like he loves to play the dad that loves his kids so much but like the world is against him and being able to see them like that's that's how he plays it like he he loves his kids so much and he you know he'll do anything for him but just to, so like you know we keep like we keep uh his kids from him or we don't make it easy for him and all that um which isn't the case but basically like after everything happened, his, his other act pretty much told him she does not trust him or his judgment. So he's only allowed to have, like, supervised business with this son. Now she's like, I don't want you having him overnight because I, I don't trust you after all of that. Like, you lied to all of us. Like, it might have directly affected, you know, me, but, you know, you were lying to everybody. And that's, like, for years. So she's like, so I don't trust you. So now he's not even allowed to have his son, like, overnight. He has to go there to see him. And for as far as like contact with the daughter his daughter now, I I feel like I'm I'm really torn because she doesn't really have a relationship. Like she understands like she knows he's daddy, like she sees him, but like and I've never like I don't talk negative about him around her like she doesn't know what's going on like i you know if she asks about him i'll say oh daddy like i try to keep it you know upbeat because i but at the same time i'm like debating because like she really doesn't ask about him like at all or like there'll be times like he'll he's tried to call her and she's like i don't want to talk to daddy i only want mommy and like Just doesn't, because he doesn't talk to her. He doesn't, she doesn't have a relationship. And I feel like it should be her choice to have a relationship or not. But I also don't want to set her up for the disappointment that will inevitably come with it. So for now, I've, like, I told him I can't talk to him at all anymore. If he wants to talk to her, he can go through, you know, my roommate. If he wants updates, if he wants to FaceTime with her, he set it up with her. Um, he did for like a day or two. He was, like, asking those questions that he thinks he should ask. Um, that's, like, the best way I could explain it. Like, it's not, like, actually engaging questions. Just, like, this will make me look like a good dad. Um, but, like, she hasn't... I haven't heard... Like, she, has, she hasn't heard anything from him in, like, a couple weeks. So, I don't even know if he'll pop in again or not.
0: So, for you this is you being no contact is as fresh as can be right now um when we're talking and uh as far as dealing with what you went through are you in a good place about it now like is he off of a pedestal and like what kind of work are do you anticipate that you're going to do to have you know this never uh kind of occur again as far as boundaries and uh looking at like all the things that um uh were used against you that you know you had good intentions and and those intentions were uh taken and twisted to use for um you know his own purposes
1: um so now it's hard so now like I have good days and bad days, like, um, he's definitely off of the pedestal, like, I see him for what he is, but the damage is, like, I so completely trusted this, like, I was blindsided, like, even, like, I, I trusted him, and, like, I, I mean you, when you're in a long-distance relationship, like, you have to have that trust, or it's, you'd go crazy, and, like, I announced it because, like, you know, I was, faithful the entire time because I was kind of in love with him. Like for me, that was it like that trust. Like I am so um right now it's for me. The biggest thing is like, I mean, I'm not in a place where I want dating or anything, but even getting to that point, I'm like, if my child's own father does not care about her, like how can I expect someone else to? And I just have this, like, it's hard. So I'm like, um, currently I'm looking for um a therapist and all that to kinda like work through some of it. I have PTSD. Like I still like I replay and like live those moments like fi- like when that all came out like to fruition, like over and over again. Like it is just so like it's stressful. Um it just I I like there's times where I felt like I was going crazy because, you know, like my that is screaming one thing and Like, he's telling me another, and I just wanted to believe him so badly, and I wanted him to be this person that, you know, I thought that he was, even though everything else was showing that he wasn't. Um, And I just, I think the biggest thing is, too, is just, like, you know, I love, you know, our kids so much. Like, his son and our daughter, I love them so much. And, like, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around that he, like, would like someone could do, and I know it's possible, but the, the word, it just like has such a lack of just anything like just could, or, like could do that, like could live that double life, It could be texted And I was like find out, like, I kind of like went back, of course, to like torture myself a bit. And like the days I knew that he was like now with this girl and texting me and I was like reading them and it's just how he played like both sides so easily how he could like you know, do all that. It just, so I'm, I feel good with my resolve to not talk to him. Like I've blocked him completely. Like I am not speaking at all to him. I just can't because I know, I don't think I'm at a, I'm not at a point now, even though I see him for what he is, that I'm strong enough that I wouldn't fall back into it. Even knowing what I know, like I, I know I don't want to, like, it's like a, kind of like an internal battle. Like, it's like, you know, even if I, even if I did go back, I wouldn't trust him. I would never trust him and it would be miserable and such, so stressful. But at the same time, there's like, I kind of just want him to real like, it's like that fantasy. Like I had this fantasy relationship and I almost just want him to acknowledge that like, he's sorry, but he's not like, it's kind of just coming to terms with that because he's, he says that he says he's sorry and I'm like it's I I don't really believe that I believe you're sorry you got caught um which is so I'm taking it a day at a time um as well as that and just trying to do my best but I think going like fully no contact I think I struggled with going no contact because we have a child um and but I think I have a little bit of the luxury of that now the long distance was a problem, but At the time, the long distance was a problem, but now it's actually kind of like a blessing in disguise because I don't have to see him. I don't have to worry about bumping into him in the street. I don't have to worry about, like, custody of our child because he was never really entitled to any of it anyway. Um, So really, me letting him have contact with her and stuff is just me being nice. Um, and I was always the one making the effort and now I told him it's a hundred percent on him. So it's kind of like the balls in his court, and I kind of know he's not going to do anything about it. So it's a little bit of a
0: relief. So chance before we end off the show, do you have any words of wisdom or advice for anyone who's listening that is going through the exact same thing as you right now, uh, or is in the aftermath, what would you say to them?
1: Um, I think like a lot of people have said, trust your gut because I mean, everything I've, like, there was so much more than what was said today. Like just so many instances where my gut was telling me something and, I knew it to be or even just little lies that I knew he wasn't telling the truth but I just chose not to I just chose to ignore and every time my gut was telling me something was wrong it was like every time I had an inkling of something it was wrong and I I ignored it and I let him talk me out of it but chances are your gut is right and you're feeling uncomfortable or or something's off for a reason because chances are there is a reason that that 's what i 've learned to trust my gut and not let someone talk me out of it
0: well, chance, I really want to thank you for being on the show with me today, and you know this was um, you know four years it probably wouldn 't have gone on for that long if you if you lived in the in the same town uh, you probably yes. would have seen everything a lot sooner um, but i'm i 'm really happy. That, um, you know, you're out of it and that you're no contact and, you know, you worked really hard. I mean, yeah. I I mean, being a single mom, having three jobs, um, I mean, you should just be proud of yourself in the sense of, I mean, for a lot of people who are in these situations, who are um, battling through, no matter what, when you're in these situations, you're, you're tough for, you're, for being there and staying. And, you know, for a lot of single moms out there who might not think they'll be able to, to make it uh, outside of relationship, you are a single mom within the relationship And, and working in three jobs. So, you know, for, for those people, um, you know, you're a good role model in the sense of, you know, once they leave, there is a way, um, to, to get out of it. And, um, you know, you're a really good, um, poster child for that. So thank you for, for being here, uh, with me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Hopefully this will help some people too.
0: I think it will. And for all of you uh, listening, um, I hope you have a good night.